SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, uh, I mean, both the Bills and the And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Monday, October 17th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to my website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact. Dax Scott icon and fire away. Well, 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 well. How are those NFL futures looking now? Uh, somebody say parody. Dolphins are cooked. Told you so about the Packers and Bucks. Paying some bills in Buffalo. Stankies remain alive. Is Alabama dead? Getting it carried away in Tennessee. Uh, so much for trends. Uh, wacky tidbits in the NFL. Jump in the pool. Throw me the damn ball part two in Hall of Famer or not. We'll play the game today. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid. Ah, what's going on, LLs, loyal listeners? How are you on this uh, Monday? Beautiful Monday. A little, little chilly, but uh, it is uh, the middle of October here, but not bad, not bad at all. CBS with the calls there, uh, the Thibodeau strip sack as the uh, Giants knock off the Ravens, rallying from uh, double digits down to do so. And then Buffalo scores a late touchdown, beats Kansas City. No magic for Pat Mahomes as the Bills, uh, I suppose, get revenge uh, for their playoff loss last year. 24-20, though, obviously it pales in comparison to a playoff loss, but still gives them a monster, monster edge as uh, Tony Romo stated the obvious. Way to go, Tony. Well, I tell you, the days of him being so analytical from the get-go and calling out plays and everything, he's really kind of like softened it and, and stated the obvious. Yeah, duh, we all know going in at this was going to be a big game. Thanks for telling us that in the third quarter, fourth quarter. So uh, Buffalo ends up winning, so they take one game in the standings. And then, obviously, that held the head-to-head tiebreaker, so really it's a game and a half. So Kansas City finds themselves two games back. And, listen, I think, in the end, that's not going to matter. I I think these guys are wrong about Kansas City. They were spewing about how these guys are going to meet up again. Uh, They may meet up again, but it's not going to be meeting up again in the AFC Championship game. Tony, Kansas City is just not the same team. They're not the same team without Tyreek Hill. You know, uh, they won the battle and they lost the war with that stuff. You know, you don't want to pay the guy. First off, he's still under contract. There's no reason they had to move him. Would he be a grump? I suppose. But then you got to find out the true character of Tyreek Hill. You don't have to trade him. You didn't have to do anything for him. You didn't get anything major, major back anyway. And you cost yourself a team a chance to win another Super Bowl. They're not winning. They're, they're, they're not that good. Maybe they win the division, but they're not challenging Buffalo for the best record, regardless of yesterday's game. And we've seen that with this Kansas City team. They're just not the same explosive team. They have decent wide receivers, and decent wide receivers will win a division, might even win you a playoff game. It's not getting you to the Super Bowl, and it's not certainly winning a Super Bowl with those wide receivers. Just not, not the case. So Buffalo... By far, here's a here's an obvious statement for you. Thank you, Tony Romo. Is clearly the team to beat in, in the AFC right now, but I still think Cincinnati in the end will be better than them. So uh we'll get to it all. A lot of tidbits, a lot of craziness in the NFL. We got baseball stuff with the Stankies winning last night. So we have a deciding game five later on tonight. No off day. Thank you, TV. So you got a fly from Cleveland last night. To New York, not the biggest deal in the world, but you'd think there'd be a day off. I, I, again, we talked about this. They had a day off scheduled 
between games one and two when Cleveland was in New York for game one and the game two was going to be in New York. They had an off day in between one and two for some idiotic reason. But on a situation where you know there's going to be a travel between games four and five, they don't schedule an off day. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. No sense whatsoever. So... Stanks and, uh, and Guardians later on tonight, and then we got uh, Denver and uh, the L.A. Chargers. Uh, not a huge game for the Denver Broncos, but, you know, the season is starting to slip away, and we were given a little bit of insight into why the Broncos suck. It's not because their head coach is an idiot. It's because Russell Wilson's dealing with an arm injury, shoulder injury. They fall uh, two and four with a loss tonight, and the Chargers go to four and two. And then, obviously, they'd hold the head-to-head tiebreaker with one more game between the two teams remaining. Uh, they'd be two and a half back. And, you know, now, you, now you're starting to see the season, uh, season uh, slip away if you're the Broncos. So that's uh, you know why that's obviously going to be a good game a little bit later on tonight. We'll do all our props and everything um, later on this evening when we do our uh, in-live sports uh, tonight, uh, starting at 7 o'clock, 7 to 10. In case you missed it, a new show started uh, last week. So one week or two weeks? I think it's been two weeks. Um, between 7 and 10 right here on Sports Grid Radio. So we'll do all the props and all that stuff uh, later on tonight. We'll do the baseball stuff. we got our pyramid plays. Uh, and we're going to take a review on the uh, – remember we gave you about four weeks or so ago. We gave you a bunch of division winner parlays. We'll revisit that and see where we look. So a lot to get to. We'll try and squeeze in some phone calls. 844-843-6879. The open parlays. We got hockey continuing uh, later on tonight, so we'll get to it all when we come back right here. Sports Grid Radio, Series XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks on this Monday. There you go. A little uh, CBS Sports with the Matt Ryan late touchdown pass, giving the Colts a victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. How how about that? Uh, And then you got Aaron Rodgers trying to hold the ship afloat there in Green Bay. It's sinking and it's sinking fast. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so with this Packer team and this Buccaneers team. I said this is going to be the end with Tom Brady. Uh, whether he decides to play again next year, that's going to be up to him. But this Bucks team just does not have the look, uh, and I'll give you some of the numbers here, of a championship team. It just doesn't. And this Green Bay team, uh, listen, losing these last two games to me is more indicative of Green Bay than winning three of the first four. They, they were 3-1. and one. It's true, but those wide receivers stink. Aaron Rodgers has been awful. If you watch the Packer games, you can't just blame it on the wide receivers. Uh, it's just been a colossal. See, I love trends, and we'll do our trends here in a second as well. But certain times, you need to know when to shut the faucet off. And I bought into them one last time, and I kicked myself because I really I told myself last week I wasn't going to. But then I started reading about how they're ten and one straight up and against the spread after losses under uh, you know Matt Lafleur and they're back at home and it's the Dopey Jets. I, I didn't like the fact that they were playing after playing over in London, but you know I said all right I'm gonna buy one more time in because the trends are just so phenomenal in favor of Green Bay. Never a shot. Never they they were lucky they got one touchdown against the Jets. Jets. 
I mean, the, the Dolphins last week scored more points with a rookie quarterback out of Western Kentucky than Aaron Rodgers did. I mean, holy fudge. You got to be kidding. This Packer team stinks, and they are going nowhere and nowhere fast. I hope Aaron Rodgers is happy with his nine-figure paycheck that he goes to the bank with every other Friday. He wanted more money. He didn't want wide receivers. He wanted more money. He didn't want tight ends. He wanted more money. He didn't want running backs. He wanted more money. He was counting on old offensive linemen to come back to the team. Well, you know what? You got your money, Aaron, and you're going to get yourself an under 500 club. That's, that's done. They're done. They're done. They're two and a half back of, of Minnesota. Minnesota's five and one. Green Bay's three and three. And one of those three losses a loss to Minnesota. Now they play them one more time, but it's going to be very, very difficult, even though it is Kirk Cousins and he's more than capable of laying an egg. I get that. But it's not about what Minnesota will do, it's about what Green Bay can do. I don't know if Green Bay wins more than four or five games. And I guarantee you, you mark it down right now, 17, uh, 15 past the hour on the 17th. Somewhere along the line, you know, the uh, the Jordan Love comments are going to be like, well, what are we doing here? Really? I know we got Aaron Rodgers locked up. See, they did this too soon. They waited one year too soon. Uh, they should have done this last year, or they shouldn't have signed him this year and tried to sign him next year. Because now you got locked into a quarterback making forty plus million dollars a year who stinks, and you got supposedly the quarterback of the future on the bench who's going to walk away in two years from now. You know, there's going to be some let's start love over Aaron Rodgers talking Green Bay. You know, when they get to be five and eight, like I do believe they will be. Tidbits from the NFL yesterday. You know, now we have three of the six divisions. That are uh, check that three of the uh, eight divisions that are led by teams that are three and three. Three and three leads not one, but three different divisions. Uh, you know, over a third of your divisions are led by a club that's five hundred. That's amazing. Uh, with San Fran and L.A. three and three uh, in the West, with Seattle, you got Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Atlanta, the Falcons are in first place. A team who's over under was what four and a half. What I tell you before the season, love the Atlanta Falcon over under. We we may get that by uh, you know Thanksgiving for goodness sakes. And then you have uh, three and three with Baltimore, Cincinnati uh, over in the AFC North. I tell you, I know the Browns lost yesterday. But they continue to lose the battle but win the war. The longer and longer and longer the season progresses and they get closer and closer and closer to week 12 when Deshaun Watson returns, if you believe he's going to be the savior, then, you know, whether they're in, uh, they're, whether they're one game out at two and four or they're one game out at five and one, what's the difference? They're still through six weeks, they're only one game out of first place. And I got a feeling if you told the Brownies before the season that you could be in that situation, they would have said, okay. Jets are four and one. Giants five and one. Teams combined for eight wins all of last year. Four and two of the Jets. My bad. Uh, but nine wins. <clears throat> they combined for eight wins all last season, and they have nine combined already. Amazing. Matt Ryan does pass Dan Marino for seventh on the all-time passing yards list. There is no debate. Uh, he, he will be a Hall of Famer. You, you could debate on whether you think he is a Hall of Famer. I don't, but he will make it. Colts trail Jacksonville 14-13 at the half uh, yesterday. So what? Eighth straight game the Colts have trailed. Arizona kicks a field goal in the first quarter. So what? First, four, uh, first quarter points. So, again, first 
first quarter points in six games for Arizona. They had been scoreless in the first quarter, first five games. Carolina led the L.A. Rams yesterday, early on, 3-0. It's the 19th time in their last 22 games that Carolina has held the lead. They're 3-19 in those games. They have held the lead in 19 of 22 games, and yet they're, they've only won three of those games. New coach, new quarterback, same old results. Packers lose to the Jets, as I mentioned. Only the second time head coach Matt LaFleur has lost back-to-back games. Sam Fran trailed Atlanta 14-0. Ended up losing by 14. They uh, are now um, the latest team, I'll just say, to trail by at least 10 points this season. little pop quiz. What two teams, and I don't think you'll get these, what top? Uh, what two teams have yet to trail by at least 10 points this season? I'll tell you in a minute. See if we can figure it out. Pittsburgh beats Tampa Bay. You know the Bucs have scored 10 touchdowns in six games? That is on pace for like 29 touchdowns, 28, 29 touchdowns. That's half of what they had last year, less than half. They had 61 touchdowns last year, offensive touchdowns. This year, so far, only 10. Kenny Pickett leaves with a concussion. Mitch Trubisky to the rescue, and he did. He threw a touchdown pass, and I must say, the the offense did play well under Trubisky. Think about this, and whenever we get a free moment, we'll have to look this up. Tom Brady loses to Kenny the combination of Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky, right? We're going to have to go back and see. But I would think they those two guys would be in the discussion for the worst quarterbacks to ever beat Tom Brady. And I know right away you'd say, nah. And then you start thinking, nah, Mitch Trubisky's pretty bad. And Kenny Pickett, you know, when everything is said and done, might be a good quarterback. But th- those two might be the worst quarterbacks. They've lost to the Dolphins a couple times, but you had Tannehill in there, and he's actually not too bad. I think we'd have to go back and see the Patriots roster. Um, they lost to the Saints last year. Who's quarterbacking for the Saints? That, that was a pretty good or bad quarterback as well. But they're in a conversation. Let's put it that way. All right. Only two teams to uh, not trail by at least 10 points this season. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on SportsGrid Radio. We'll hit the calls here in a sec. Uh, 844-843-6879. Fox Sports there with the uh, Dalvin Cook 53-yard touchdown run that uh, sealed the uh, Vikings win over our Dolphins. And then uh, NBC last night with the uh, Devontae Smith, a seven-yard touchdown as uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, I tell you, it gets better and better. He uh, He's won me over. He, he's not bad. He's not great. Uh, he, he still has a lot to learn and this and that, but he's... What I like about him is he's he's emerging from uh, just a scrambling quarterback, which he never really, really was in college. Um, but, you know, he's not into the Kyler Murray and, and the Lamar Jackson uh, situation. I'll accept the Josh Allens that are going to scramble every once in a while. 
uh, but not be the ace in the hole, if you will. Uh, and that, that's what Hurts is turning into. He's turning into a passer versus, uh, you know, a, a scrambler. And, uh, you know, the Eagles are obviously pretty good defensively. That helps. They got decent running backs. So they're going to be a good football team. But we'll do it later this week, Dolphin fans. On I told you before, though, they're going to be favored in every game except one or two. And one of those was Green Bay. And then now we're really, you know, as we found out, that Green Bay sucks. So uh, we, we could be in... Uh, uh, we could be sweating it out this year for our undefeated season in a season in which we thought we were home free. Lamar Jackson, meanwhile, speaking of Lamar, making Baltimore's decision on re-signing him harder and harder in that I think ultimately they want to, but he's just not playing well this year. Six interceptions in six games. He's fumbled the football a couple of times. He's getting sacked left and right. He's costing them games uh, with his poor play. He's a likable guy. He really is. <clears throat> you never hear anything bad about him. Never says anything bad about anybody. Uh, doesn't skirt with the media. You know, he, he tells it as it is. Doesn't give you a whole lot of information. But, you know, he's not a jerk, you know. So he, he's an easily likable guy, uh, unlike Kyler Murray. But I'm not giving him $40, 45000000 million a year over five years, six years. It's just... He's just not that good, you know? Lightning strikes, could you win a Super Bowl with him if the defense is really good? I suppose. But, you know, lightning would have to strike. He's just He, he makes some plays sometimes, and then other times you're just saying, what are you doing? You know, I mean, just wow. Robbie Anderson kicked off the field in Carolina. He's, he's ticked off he's not in the game. You know what? Why isn't he in the game? Uh, not that I ever, you know, generally agree with these prima donnas, but, you know, after the game, he's saying, listen, I didn't say anything bad. Uh, I, I just want to get in the game. It's third down. We're losing. He's the best wide receiver on the team, him and DJ Moore. Their next leading wide receiver has eight receptions for 100 yards. You would think these two guys would be on the field all the time. You know, the words of Keyshawn Johnson, throw me the damn ball. You're right. You're right. Throw him the ball. Get him on the field. What are you doing? It's third down. You're losing. And you got your best or second best wide receiver on the sidelines. Who's the idiot that's running the Carolina offense, for goodness sakes? All right, Steve Wilkes showing yesterday why he lasted just one year in Arizona. He's up 6-3. Rams are playing like crap. And they let L.A. run out the clock, basically, to close out the first half on a third and long. When they could have called one of their timeouts, forced the Rams to punt the ball and get the ball right around your own 30, 40-yard line, you know, with 40, 50 seconds left, maybe score another field goal, right? I mean, you got the Rams reeling. Instead, he just lets the Rams run the clock out. He's got a quarterback who threw for 60 yards on 16 attempts in a game in which they lost by two touchdowns. What are you doing? Wow. You thought it was Baker Mayfield? So did I. You thought it was Sam Darnold? So did I. You thought it was Matt Rule? So did I. Maybe it's the offensive coordinator. Clueless. Just absolutely clueless. Our um, NFL parlays. We gave you these about a month or so ago. People laughed. <laughs> Let's see who's laughing now. NFL parlay. Tennessee to win the AFC South. Minnesota to win the NFC North. And Buffalo to win the a AFC East. That pays nearly 8-1. to one. Buffalo's winning the East. Minnesota's winning the North. Tennessee, you're in a little bit of a dogfight with Indianapolis, but the Colts suck. How's that one not hitting? 
Then we took those same three teams and we threw in the Rams to win the NFC West at 17, almost 18 to 1. That's looking pretty good. Rams need some work, but you know what? The uh, the NFC West isn't nearly as good as we all thought it might be. Then we took those same four teams and threw on the Bucks to win the NFC South and upped our odds to 24 to 1. How's that not hitting? I know the Bucks stink. I've said that, but it ain't going to be New Orleans. I, I, you know, I don't think it's going to be Atlanta. So, and we know it's not Carolina. So we are hitting on, uh, and then we took a couple of long shots that uh, with Miami and Pittsburgh winning their respective divisions. So that, that throw those away basically. But those three that we gave you about a month or so ago, looking pretty good, pretty darn good. Stanks win last night. So we have a game five. I'm almost hoping, uh, you know, to I'm almost glad that we have a game five, just because uh, you know I love sports and I love elimination games. You know, uh, I'd be leery of the strikeouts. Aaron Savali, pitcher for the uh, Guardians, three and a half. He's nine and two, getting four strikeouts or more. He's had six and three against the Stanks, but mm, quick hook with these uh, game five games, right? Jamison Tyon, three and a half for the Stanks. <clears throat> He's had four or more strikeouts, 10 of his last 13, 10 and three, five against the Guardians. I'm going to play them just because I generally play them all, but no going in that you could get the quick hook, especially with the uh, Stankies. Um, Cleveland might, you know, keep him in there a little bit longer if he's pitching well, um, even though they have a terrific bullpen. So, but it's a, it's a gamble. Uh, you're not gambling on whether he gets a strikeout. You're gambling on whether he's going to stay in the game or not. Dom from ER starts us off uh, on this uh, Monday. What's going on, Dom? How are you today, bud? Not not so good. Thanks, Scotty. How are you? <laughs> All right. Well, you got your team in the deciding game five, so you should be pretty happy. No, that's that. Yeah, that's good. Although Tyon, you know, I I don't know what he's doing. Why he's not pitching nasty? I I don't I don't I, I know what he don't play that uh, thing you're talking about. I really wanted to start with the Browns, but uh, don't play that thing because I'll tell you what what Cashman's going to do. Or well, Cashman, he's running the team, not uh, not Boone. They're going to change pitchers every inning. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, they might. They're going to change pitchers every inning until until somebody fails. <laughs> they're, you know, they, it's almost like they're trying to do it the hard way, Scotty. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like they, like, uh, you know, you and I have talked about this for years. You know, like, see me, see me. I did it better. I did it smarter. Which leads me to Shemansky. You know, Scotty, he's, he's not a head coach. I mean, it's that simple. You know, yeah. uh, yesterday, Chubb. You know how many you know how many touches uh, Chubb had yesterday? I don't know, but I know not enough. I'll tell you that. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. They just don't want to give this guy the ball. Back, I don't know, get it. Yeah. Against against uh, playing against a rookie, right? Playing against a rookie. Yeah, playing against a rookie. You know it, it, what? What he tried to do is he's trying to outsmart. What are you going to call Belichick? I can't stand him, but you got to call him the smartest coach in the league. What else are you going to do with uh, yeah. what six rings? You know, then you're going to try. And now to he's got another quarterback. 
Yeah, and everyone thought how great Mac Jones was last year, and he was, you know, especially for a rookie. And now he's got Bailey Zappi throwing touchdown passes all over the place. I mean, they have two quarterbacks now, two young quarterbacks. This guy threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns yesterday. Bailey Zappi, for well, goodness here's another, here's another thing that happened yesterday. I've been kind of supporting uh, Brissett. He's been playing okay. Yesterday, he became Jacoby Brissett yesterday. So... You know yeah. he is he is what he is, and the fact that they're one game one game out of first place. Earlier in the show, you mentioned parody. You know that my word is mediocrity. So, as far as that goes, but I mean, listen, I think the Yankees will win tonight. I told you we're going to the World Series. You can scratch that because even if we go against Houston, it was going to be tough enough if our pitching was lined up. But who the hell knows who would pitch against the uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 Wednesday night or yeah, whenever they play. Who knows when they Tomorrow. play? Tomorrow. Scotty, I hope it rains tonight. Wednesday. I hope it rains so that we get some rest for one thing. Both teams get some rest. Both teams are going to play like zombies tonight. It's ridiculous. But in addition, I want to see MLB have this problem on their hands now of what are they going to do with this game. Yeah, I uh, good call, Dom. I don't know why they have the day off in between games one and two. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Just, just it doesn't make any sense. Um, you know why would you do that? You know if if you're gonna throw a game off in there, which is fine, even though I don't think there should be a game off. But if there was going to be one, right, it would be between games four and five. Head into that deciding game. Give each team the ability to have the bullpen completely ready, so there's no excuses. It's mano a mano. Uh, instead, they they give the game off uh, the off in between game one and two when there's not even travel involved. I mean, it's just nuts. It really is. All right, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. We'll head back to the phones right after our opposite picks coming up next right here on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those pad and pencils. Get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio. Opposite picks. What are opposite picks you newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, systems, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, Last we left, you gave a three and four for Saturday's college football slate minus 140 so we are uh, 418 up 473 down with a couple of pushes uh, minus $3,170 if you're a $100 player and you've been playing with us uh, since the beginning of the uh, year here we go we got six games abbreviated schedule tonight we got some hockey and some NFL football we'll start on the ice Bruins plus 110 Boston versus Florida uh, Bruins at home against the Panthers getting odds that's worth a shot Boston 2-0 so far this season Panthers just as well 2-0. Third straight road game, though, for Florida. That's a tough spot. And the Bruins were 2-1 against Mighty Florida last year. Getting odds at home. Road-weary team. Love the Bruins here. Uh, give me uh, Florida. Uh, minus the uh, 130. 
Pick number two, Detroit even versus the LA Kings. Slow start for the Kings, who are only one and two, losing to Seattle and Las Vegas at home, giving up six goals in their win as well. So they've given up 14 goals in three games. Uh, Detroit, meanwhile, 2-0, and scoring eight goals in those games. You know what? The Red Wings love them at home. They win outright. Uh, give me the Kings, uh, minus the 120. Pick number three, Montreal, uh, plus a goal and a half versus Pittsburgh. You know, I'll take a shot on the Canadians at home. They shouldn't be this big a home dog to Pittsburgh. What are you kidding me? Yeah, depends. R2-0, Sidney Crosby already with a couple of goals. I get that. They're obviously good, but they did lose one of the three games to god-awful Montreal last year. And Montreal is obviously much, much, much better this year. So you want to give me a goal and a half? Love Montreal here. Eh, give me Pittsburgh, minus one and a half goals. Pick number four, Washington, uh, minus 125 versus Vancouver. Alex Ovechkin versus the Canucks. Are you serious? Just what is a Canuck, by the way, anyway? Uh, third straight road game for the 0-2 Canucks as well. Love Washington here. Eh, give me Vancouver, plus 105. Pick number five, Carolina minus 170 at Seattle. You know, the Hurricanes might end up having the best record in the league when everything is said and done. Whether they perform in the postseason, another story. But they're off to a nice 2-0 start, outscoring the Blue Jackets and Sharks by a combined 6-2 score. So they're getting goals. They're not giving up goals. Seattle, meanwhile, is going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I know you got to lay some juice here on the road, but love Carolina. Uh, give me Seattle plus the 150. Pick number six, final pick, NFL, Denver, plus five at the Chargers. Uh, last chance on Denver and bird brain head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Russell Wilson, money in the bank as an underdog, and with so many games being decided by a touchdown or less, getting five and a half points is a steal. Uh, dogs are money making 51 and 41 and one against the spread so far this season, so they've covered more than they haven't. Love Denver here, national TV with Russell Wilson calling the signals. Yeah, give me the Chargers, uh, minus the five. Opposite picks. Quick little six-pack for you. On the ice, Florida, minus 130 at Boston. Kings, minus 120 at Detroit. Pittsburgh laying a goal and a half at Montreal. Vancouver, plus 105 versus Washington. Seattle, plus 150 versus Carolina. And the Chargers laying five against Denver in NFL action. Opposite picks for a Monday, October 17th. Good luck, folks. And we will post those on the uh, front page of the website, as we always do, along with the little tidbits that we're going to give you here in a couple of moments. alright eight 844-843-687. Now you kill the music there, Andrew. Go ahead, kill the music. Or just let it roll. Uh, Mick in Illinois. Mick, welcome to uh, Opposite Picks on Sports Grid Radio. Oh, the pain. The pain. Mick, are you there? Is my producer there? All right. Let's uh, let's just start talking, Scott. All right. Go back to uh, what we uh, what we the opposite picks and then uh, all the other uh, parlay plays. Uh, we'll start with the open parlays. All right. Last we left you on Friday, we gave you the Dodgers uh, against San Diego. <laughs> um, that was a loser. So we're uh, two and sixty-six on the season. Remain calm. Just remain calm. 
uh, 2.66 on the season, minus $3,337. Uh, so we'll start uh, start a new one tonight. Time to put the black cloud. Every once in a while, we got to put the black cloud. We got to take one for the team, if you will. Uh, tonight's one of those. Decisive game five. We'll go with the uh, the uh, Indians. Or excuse me. We'll go with the uh, Stankies against the Indian Guardians. Uh, so Yanks laying a buck fifty. We're going to risk a hundred. New open parlay. A hundred to win sixty six. Now we have our underdog open parlay. Uh, we last left you with Atlanta, uh, even at Philadelphia. They lost on Friday, so scratch that. So we're zero and seventy five. Uh, we took out the initial $25 bet, so we're not losing any money on that. So we're going to start a new one with the underdog open parlay. Uh, we're going to go with the Red Wings even versus the LA Kings, 25 to win 25. Um, so not necessarily an underdog per se, but you know they're not a favorite, so that, uh, that qualifies. So Red Wings even at home against the LA Kings, I do like that. Blackhawks uh, actually won on Saturday outright at San Jose. So we lost on the bet against Blackhawks, so we're 0-2 on that one. We're going to add two. We're going to go with three of these. And I know that's asking a lot, but um, that's all right. In the end, we'll end up winning some money. So we're going to bet against San Jose. They've lost four in a row. Um, whenever they play, we're, we're going to throw them on this list. Or we're going to bet a separate one, just San Jose. And then we're throwing Arizona in there as well. Blackhawks, San Jose, Arizona are going to be the worst teams in the NHL by far. Now, we could kind of combine them, but eh, you know what? Let's just start out with uh, we'll play against them. So tonight, uh, San Jose's off, Blackhawks are off, but Arizona's on. Did you see the line on this game? I don't remember a line being this high ever. I really don't. Could be wrong, but Toronto is a minus 520 favorite against the uh, Coyotes. Minus 520. Even in our open parlay, if you put $100 on Toronto at minus 520, you'd be winning less than 20 bucks. You'd be winning $19. So... Uh, we'll lay the goal and a half. It's it's minus two to one, but we'll take that. So Toronto minus two to one against Arizona, hundred to win uh, six uh, to win fifty. And then uh, the Yankees with the other one, and then the uh, Red Wings uh, with our normal twenty five dollar quarter of a unit underdog parlay, full unit against uh, Arizona. Boy, these hockey lines are just crazy, just absolutely crazy. All right, love the uh, trends, uh, don't you? Me too, right? The NFL trends we gave you on uh, Friday, all solid trends. 13 and 1, 10 and 0, 0 and 8. Oh, I, I kid you not. And, and I don't take any pride in this. I don't say, I don't even suggest bet them. I just give you the 10 best NFL trends or as many as we see and then just kind of like play it out. And normally at the end of the year, I've done this many times before, it ends up being right around 500 or losing record. It's more an exercise just to show you don't, and I fall into the trap too, don't buy into these trends. It just I know winners bet with streaks, losers bet against streaks, but if you like something, like I love the Jets, but Green Bay 10-1 and one straight up and against the spread after a loss, they lose. Cincinnati, 10 straight unders, goes over. Indy, 10 straight unders, goes over. Jacksonville, 13-1-1 against the spread versus the Colts. They lose. San Fran, 11-2 under run, 
goes over. Pat Mahomes, 9-0 against the spread as an underdog, loses. Mahomes, 12-1 straight up versus uh, great teams, he loses. Dallas, 20-6 against the spread last 26 games, they lose. Coaches fired system even. We won in college, but we lost with uh, with Arizona yesterday. I mean, or, or Carolina, rather, yesterday. So 0-9, really, when you throw in the coaches' fired system. Our favorite, and these are like great, the, the 10-0, 13-0, these are great trends. 0-9. Well, how about college football, that's got uh, Under Mississippi-Auburn, 15-5 miss, under, over. Kansas plus 9, 8-0-1 against the spread, loser. Uh, over 66.5 Arkansas-BYU, that was a winner. Over 66 NIU Eastern Michigan, loser. Over Charlotte UAB, loser. Oklahoma State plus TCU, that was a winner. Over La Tech, North Texas, loser. Over Rice, FAU, loser. Utah State laid 11.5, loser. Notre Dame laying the odds against Stanford, loser. Washington State getting odds against Oregon State, loser. <laughs> the only one we hit with, uh, we did hit our coach's fired system. So three and nine. So, again, it's an exercise just to kind of give you an example. Just don't – the trends are nice. They help the argument. Love them in my opposite picks. But, man. So we're 7-14-1 college football top trends for the year. And 8-15, uh, and 8-16 and favorite NFL trends uh, for the year. Remarkable. Uh, we have, um, I, I'm not, you know what, I'll, I'll, I think we're going to save the Tennessee-Auburn thing uh, for uh, uh, last segment. But Clayton Kershaw says he might retire. He's going to be a 35. Hall of Famer? Yeah, of course he is, Scott. 15 seasons in his career, nine All-Stars, three Cy Young Awards, MVP. He has the World Series ring. No-brainer, right? <laughs> not so fast. You know, he only has 197 wins. 197. Now, you have pitchers in the Hall of Fame with less, but not that money, or not, not that many. You know, sometimes you think of guys, that, he's one of those guys, I've mentioned this before, where when you look at his individual years, you know, pretty darn good. 21 and 5, 14 and 9, 16 and 9, 21 and 3, 16 and 7, 12 and 4, 18 and 4, 16 and 5. 12 and 3 this year. And you say, well, how many wins do you think he has? Oh, that's got to be around 250 or so, right? I mean, it's 20, 18, 19, you know. And then you look at his total, and it's like 197 and 87. Then you look at other guys, and then you, know, you rattle off these 12 and 11s and 13 and 10s, and then somehow or another that adds that up to 250. It's like he's he's like his is misleading. It, it's I mean, you would think he'd have at least 200 wins 21 twice. 18, 16, a couple of times, three times as a matter of fact, but he's probably going to get in. Nice ERA, 2.48. Pitching in a National League, though, without the DH for the most part. But um, he's not a, like a, a slam dunk Hall of Famer. And then you throw in his postseason failures. You know, whereas a lot of times you go to the postseason and say, yeah, but he was great in the postseason, so we're going to give him uh, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, postseason, 13-12 and 12 with an ERA over four. Laying another egg again this year. So he'll probably get in if he retired right now, but not getting 200 wins and having that postseason failure, Mark. I, you know, I would. He's certainly not a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's for darn sure. 
right, quick little break. We'll come back, uh, throw out a couple of more winners with you, and then we'll make fun of the uh, Tennessee Vol fans. And where's the authority in Tennessee? Do they have any um, you know, official members there? Pops Picks continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks on this Monday. Don't forget, I'll be back later on tonight. We can expand on some of these things and throw in a bunch more topics while we watch the NFL and the little uh, MLB baseball uh, with our uh, uh, in-line play sports uh, tonight uh, between 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Sports Grid Radio. A couple of things. One, jump in the pool. Golden State Jordan pool. Uh, finally spoke about getting punched out by Draymond Green saying he apologized, we're professionals, we'll play on handling ourselves, we plan on handling ourselves that way, we're going to play basketball. Everybody in the locker room and on our team knows what it takes to win a championship, we're going to do that on the court. That's all I'm going to say in the matter. Uh, clearly, there are issues. Clearly, clearly, if that's all he's going to say on the matter, there's definitely underlying issues there, Golden State. I tell you, two teams, I'm going to bet the under. We'll do our NBA team totals uh, tomorrow. But I am betting under Golden State, and I'm betting under Phoenix. Two teams that uh, I'm not necessarily going to say they're not going to make the postseason, but I don't think they're going to have a successful year as uh, they had last year in the regular season. Uh, USC beat uh, or lost to US uh, to Utah, so the Pac-12 is down to one undefeated team, UCLA. Two roughing the passing penalties killed USC. And that's the Pac-12 for you. Officials have to be looking out for the undefeated team, not kill the undefeated team. This is why you haven't had a team in the Final Four in, in uh, you know 12 decades here. How about Tennessee knocking off Alabama 52-49? Fans stormed the field, penalty number one, carried away the goalpost out of the stadium, penalty number two, and dumped them into the Tennessee River, penalty number three. Now they're asking fans to pay, give a donation, to get two more uh, goalposts. It's like, how does that happen? Is there any security at all? Do they not care that their goalposts are being taken down, carried out of the stadium, walked through downtown Knoxville, and then dumped into the river? I mean, is it, does anybody stop them? I mean, just go ahead and walk down Main Street with a couple of goalposts. Unbelievable. Uh, that's that's why your state's falling apart. We'll talk to you later on tonight. Football Full Circle coming up next.